Hi, thanks for joining us today. This is Bonnie Wallace, author of Young Hollywood Actors and the newly released Top Hollywood Acting Teachers. And today my guest on the Hometown to Hollywood podcast is Los Angeles talent manager Sheila Russo of SR Talent Management. Her clients are currently series regulars and recurring on Apple TV, Netflix, Amazon, and Nickelodeon, as well as starring in national commercials for Allstate, Farmers, Cheerios, Apple, Audi, Mercedes, and many more. Sheila, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. So glad to be here. I am so glad to be talking to you. And we have friends in common, which is often how you meet your favorite people. And uh, that's how we got to meet. So that's fun. Yes, it is. Um, we were talking before we started recording about the differences between agents and managers. And I was sharing with you, you know, how difficult I think it is for actors to find a really good manager when, you know, I hate to say it this way, and this is, this is where I want to like get into it with you. Anybody can decide that they're a manager suddenly. Anybody can call themselves a talent manager. I mean, you don't have to be licensed. You don't have to be bonded. unlike like agents, right? So, so to me, that makes it kind of like the wild west. How, how do you think an actor can find a good manager? What would you, what would you recommend? Um, well, first off, I would recommend getting a referral from your agency if you already have one. So that is the best thing to do because they work hands-on with the agents and the agents know who really goes to bat for their clients, who's hardworking, and who's also going to do, you know, we do pitching just like the agents do and we do submissions. And um, I think that they're your best go-to on that end of it. You also want to make sure it's somebody that's not signing you up for very expensive pictures, which pictures are very important, which we'll get into. But, um, you know, they're not just sending you here and then they're sending you to this expensive acting class that you have to go to before they can start submitting you or doing anything with you. And that they're also, you know, if you go to the manager first, you should have appointments set up with agents that they're going to take you to, and they should be good agencies. You know, um, even if you're green and you don't have a huge resume behind you, um, the good agencies trust those managers and they will make an appointment and see them. So those actors, if, if the manager is not able to get them appointments with good agencies, that's the biggest telltale sign right there. I agree. That is a huge red flag. And uh, I'm a fan of using IMDb Pro to kind of suss out whether somebody's who they say they are or not. You know, who are their clients? What kind of projects have they been doing? Are they projects you've ever heard of? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I really like the idea of um, leveraging whatever team member you've already got to get the right fit for your next team member. Um, I'm a huge fan of that. I really believe that, that a great team is built one piece at a time and that it should, everybody on the team should basically sign off on whoever you're adding because they do have to work so closely together. Right. And a team is really important. And a lot of people do not understand that. Um, you know, we all work together. It's like, a, you know, like a car, you need all those pieces to have it going. And we all do a little bit of a different job in there. So when it cohesively works, it, it just catapults the client and it makes them feel good about what they're going out on. 
that the projects are right for them, that they're being heard for what kind of an actor, what their strengths are. Um, so I, I really think a team, you know, you can even get um, publicists involved when you reach a certain point. You know, everybody, that that's not my forte. So I wouldn't be a, doing a good service to my client. We also have attorneys that get involved later on because that's law. I'm not a law professor. So as well as my, you know, my skills are in negotiating contracts and knowing what's out there and what we should be being paid for a certain, you know, whether it's an episodic or whether it's a pilot or being brought onto a series, the attorney also, that's what they do all the time. Yeah. So you have all the different pieces and that's what makes your team. And you need to know that you have your own relationship too with all of those people. So it's not just with one pe- person that brings on the rest of it. Everybody needs to work together. Yeah. I think that's very important. I do too. I do too. Um, and we all see, you know, what happens when it doesn't work out well and that doesn't serve the actor, you know? So it's really important right. that everybody respects everybody. There's like really strong communication. And um, I think, I think professional regard too, you know, yeah, hitting on that. It's pretty, um, pretty amazing that you'll have actors go out and they will go to auditions and they'll hear about all of these other auditions and they'll say, why am I not going out on that? And why is this person filming this and this? And they look just like me and half of it's not true. And it's made to make them nervous before they go through the door for their audition. But if there is something that they're not being seen for, you know, that's the job is they reach out. I'll know whether or not that's actually a valid audition for them. And I can say, no, your agent didn't submit you because of this reason and that reason. But to always give the opportunity to fix something if something's not working. And then if it doesn't work, then it's okay to go your separate ways because you've said this, this is a problem for me. How do we fix this? Mm-hmm. And if, if, it, if you don't move forward on that, then it is okay to switch. But you have to give somebody an opportunity, especially if they've been with you for a while, to kind of fix that and say, hey, well, maybe we were really busy with this, so that fell through. Mm-hmm. Yes, we understand, and we will make more of an effort here. Well, it is, it is ultimately a relationship business. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and like any other important relationship, um, communication is huge. And the ability to work through you know, challenges is huge. And, and you do, you want to give everybody a chance to, you know, as you say, maybe, maybe do something differently or, or, or to understand why they're doing things the way they are. Maybe <laughs> you don't have all the information, you know, which is, which is often the case. Right. Right. And, and like I said, sometimes, you know, you do need to part ways and that's okay because you've left with a clean slate right? Everybody's on the same page and it's a good breakup. I hate to say it's a breakup, but it's a good breakup. And, and that's beneficial to everybody. You'd be surprised or you, you wouldn't be surprised, but the bridges you burn here are really close. You know, agents know each other, managers know each other, casting directors know managers. And when they call for a client, they might say, hey, I need this client. And you say, yeah, I'm not with them anymore because they did this, that, or the other. It actually does reflect on them because we work hands-on with the casting directors and so do the agents. So you just want to keep things in a good way. 
Yeah, well, and it's it's tough. I, I see a lot of, you know, actors and parents of young actors get super stressed out when, for one reason or another, it is it is definitely clear that it's not a good fit with their rep, whether it's their agent or their manager. And they're like, ah, I'm scared to leave them, though, because I'm afraid that I'll never get another one or my kid will never work again or whatever. It's like, well, you know, if it's really genuinely not a good fit and everybody's given it their honest best, then it's... Mm-hmm better for everybody if you move on it's just better for everybody like like again like any other relationship you know yeah and the agent wants you to be happy you know and the manager wants you to be happy we don't wish ill will to anybody so if you're not getting what you need you absolutely do need to move on but just make sure that it's just not something that's in your head and it's something that's actually you know you were right for and you haven't gone out numerous times or that kind of a thing like I said conversations are just the best thing to have Exactly. I love that. Communication. Um, Communication. (laughs) Communication is everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did you get your start as a talent manager? Oh my goodness. Kind of how you got your start. Um, (laughs) I had three daughters successfully in the industry and um, they all, it was very cool because all three of them are so different And one did feature films. That was her forte. And um, that afforded me the ability to go on locations, which really helps with my clients now. I understand what they're going through when they're there Um, and what you should negotiate for ahead of time, you know, a car or those kind of things, because you're not the lead and you're going to have a lot of downtime or it's a big city. Is somebody picking you up to take you to set, you know, all of those kind of things. So I've been in that parent shoe of it. Um, and I've seen how films work and how to best prepare my client for that. Um, the other one did episodics and she did commercials. So I got that part of it. And then our third one was a comedian. And I mean, she was born a comedian. So it didn't, it wasn't surprising that at four and a half, she was cast on a, um, primetime TV show for eight years. So that was where I got a real bulk of training because I sat with those writers, with those directors, watched these incredible actors, you know, and got to live that for eight solid years. So my training was actually behind the camera. And um, that's how I got my start. And I coached and I managed them which was a full-time job. I actually had a job in real estate prior, which gave me a lot of negotiation skills because, you know, contracts and negotiation with real estate is a very, very big deal. And in this industry, it is a very big deal when your child gets put on series. You're signing sometimes a seven-year contract and you might have other children at home. So a sound voice to tell you what to expect when you make these decisions And if it's a series and a pilot that's going to be on location somewhere else, what does that mean to your family? What does that mean to your current job? Who do you get to be with your other children? And who do you get to be with your kid on set? You have to navigate all of those things. Financially, is it a hit to your home? 
because you were making this said dollar amount and now your child's going to be working. And obviously you don't want your child to support you. That's not what this is. You do not go into this as I'm going to make a million dollars and live off of my child. That is so much pressure, not only on your child, but on your family, you know? So all of those things I can help navigate with the parents um, because I've been in those shoes. Hi, with the entertainment industry changing every day, I'm continuing to work to be a source of stability and inspiration in your life. As it's been for five seasons and over 100 episodes, the Hometown to Hollywood podcast will be there for you. Now, I'm asking you to be there for us. The podcast has been a labor of love for years, and now I'm asking if Hometown to Hollywood has been a friend to you, if it's helped, educated, and inspired you, please become a supporter of the podcast. For only $5 a month, the price of a latte, you can become a friend of the podcast and help me afford to continue to do the work that you have come to depend on for honest and insightful interviews that shed light on how to succeed in the entertainment industry. If you can afford it, pitch in 10 bucks a month and become a good friend of the podcast. Your support helps supplement the people who can only give five a month. Join now. Just go to hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. That's hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. And in just two clicks, you can have access to the complete version of this incredibly informative conversation, as well as each upcoming episode and the entire collection of over 100 past episodes. If you can't afford $5 a month to subscribe, the first 10 minutes of every episode will still be available for free. Subscribers will get the full episodes delivered to their inbox. Thank you. I appreciate your support, and I can't wait to share the exciting upcoming conversations with you.